This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Before I introduce today's topic and my guest for the show, I'd like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can pretty much meet any advertising budget. So if you'd like more information about how to become a sponsor, just go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. Click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, give me a call, I will be happy to help you. Now that that little bit of uh, business has been taken care of, I am wanting to introduce my guest for today's show. I am so excited to have my good friend Malika Wells in the studio via the phone with me. Let me tell you a little bit about Malika. Malika Wells is a Florida A&M University graduate. She's a wife and a mother of four uh, children whom she homeschools. She is also the co-director of Global Ubuntu, an organization that manages a grassroots community organizing initiative designed to combat racism and ableism in Georgia. In addition to homeschooling their children, Malika and her husband Andrew are marriage mentors. Through their ministry, Coupled in Christ, the Wells hold one-on-one facilitated dialogues with couples, as well as group marriage enrichment events such as the Boundaries in Marriage Book Club and the Art of Forgiveness Workshop. Welcome to the show, Malika. It is a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much, Deanna. I'm so pleased to be here with you. This is terrific. Well, this is great. I have a lot of things that I want to discuss with you today, so let's jump right into it. I guess the first question I would ask you is, can you tell us a little bit more uh, about um, the history or about Global Ubuntu and its history uh, and, the, and, and the primary goals of your uh, organization? Sure. Um, so our organization, Global Ubuntu, uh, was founded by Samaya Karimi, mm-hmm. um, and she founded it after she had an epiphany, a sobering epiphany that uh, occurred when she was working in the uh, with an MPO in a small Georgia city. Mm-hmm. So Samaya is a refugee from Afghanistan, mm. and one of the things that she noticed is that. Um, nonprofit and community development organizations were predominantly controlled by um, by white folks in particular, mm-hmm. and that people in the black communities, immigrant communities, and other communities were primarily used as tokens in the community wow. development process wow. rather than being um, actively involved sure. in leading these processes. Sure, and sure. So, she wanted to change that dynamic wow. and the organization um was established out of that desire wow that's big i didn't realize that that's amazing yeah that's a that's a real game changer don't you think i do i do think so and mm. so one of our 
primary goals as an organization is to disrupt systems of mm -hmm. um, all the isms. Yes. I, li I like to say it collectively as the isms. <laughs> I like that. Disrupt, I like that. Right? I like that. Yes. To disrupt systems of um, supremacy wherever they're found. Yes. We know that, you know, white supremacy is yes. just one. And of course, true. that's what's on the national scene now, but true. that's just one. That's true. So there that's are true. lots of other. Yeah. Um, other oppressive systems and ways that we, we yeah. find that are oppressive to wow. lots of people. And so we, we exist as an organization to disrupt that. Process. Wow. I love that. I love how you explain that to disrupt the isms. I love that. Yeah. So now this next question is, 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 is um, well, this is a personal thing. Um, what led you to Global Ubuntu and what specific role do you play in the organization? What was your journey that led you to Global Ubuntu? I mean, out of all things. Okay. My journey actually was really based in practicality. I needed um, to find a way to support my husband's activity. So mm -hmm. we have been a, a single income household primarily. Right. Um, with, with my focus being on the um, caregiving for the children, sure. character development, sure. spiritual development, all of these kind of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and of course, homeschooling them. Of and course. so mm -hmm. when he said, Hey, when we had a conversation and he said, here are some things, here's the plan. Yeah. We came into agreement on the plan. Like, mm -hmm. this is the goal. This is where we're trying to get to. And he right. said, I need your help. Right. right. More. And I appreciate the help that you've been giving, but now I need a greater right. level of help. Sure. And so coming to that scene, I started to, um, in my prayer time, think about, what how i could help him yeah while not um yeah completely abandoning the directive to be very present in these children's lives sure, in, sure. in this way yes yes and yes. and so um as i was going through that process the um, founder of global mutu mm -hmm. uh samaya who i had worked with previously mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um reached out to me yeah. and said i have this opportunity you know are you available? Will you will you look at this and take a look and see if it's something that you would want to to join me in? And I said, sure. Well, send me the information. And she sent me the information, and I I read it. I talked. I read it through. I talked about it with my husband. Prayed about it, and that was where I stepped into it. Um, but what it provides for me, mm -hmm. my my uh, involvement with this organization provides for me not just a way to contribute uh, contribute financially to my household, but also a way to do meaningful work that right. was, that I was doing anyway. You right, know, right, um, right. In 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 community and just to do it on a larger scale. So it's been yeah, um, yeah. it's been incredible. Wow, well, I love you said a lot of things there, um, like <laughs> that I really really love, and I think that your journey is similar to a lot of women's journey, particularly women like ourselves who uh, have been home, who've homeschooled our children, that was our primary job, but who also had to find this balance between supporting our husband, well, you know, coming alongside and giving our husbands the financial help that they need, but still maintaining house and home and, like you said, homeschooling. And I love, um, I love how you've been able to do that. And I think a lot of women will be able to identify with your journey. You know what I mean? 
Yes. I think that's, I think I love that you, that you broke it out that way and that you were really honest because, you know, it was a practical need that you had to meet. It sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Was. And I, it wasn't just, you know, you being benevolent, you know, and wanting to love on the community, which you do love the community, but there yes. was, you, you had your own needs to meet too. So thank you for, for sharing candidly about that. Um, so now why does the community need an organization like yours? I mean, um, it, it sounds nice. It sounds good. Um, but there's a lot of things out there. And, you know, sometimes you wonder, okay, so what do they actually really do? Why do, why do we need this? Um, like, and can, can you share specifically about how you guys are ma- making a difference in the community? Yes, and thank you for this question in particular. Uh-huh. So I feel like communities need organizations like Global Ubuntu and Global Ubuntu in particular because mm-hmm. we are in the business of elevating voices. Yeah. Um, and we're also about equipping community members. Wow. So what we are able to do is bring, um, find, connect with people who are in community and who are already want to do the work. So maybe wow. you are in your community and you notice that there are different um factions in your community and many people are having conversations about the things that need to be done but no one is actually addressing the issue in particular and you want to do something about it but you don't know where to start right and you necessarily can't um take on another activity right because you have a lot of you have other um needs for your time sure. maybe you're you know you have to do you have to work there's right, lots right. of different reasons sure but we see these things and so what global Ubuntu does is we we partner with individuals and grassroots organizations mm-hmm. and other organizations who are in georgia communities mm-hmm. and want to have those conversations that lead towards action and mobilization to make needed changes in their community. Wow, wow. So you guys really, it's a, it sounds like a, a lot of collaboration. What do you think? It is. It's, yeah. it's built and entirely supported by collaboration because our, um, our, our way of organizing, our way of mm-hmm. communicating and coming alongside uh-huh. uh, community members is based on asset-based community development yes. and um, popular education principles. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so, yeah, and can, do, you, do you have any specific, you know, things that kind of jump out at you? I guess that really leads me into my next question. What has been some of the most rewarding experiences for you as a co-director um as the at, at, at global ubuntu is there anything that pops out at you there is and i was just talking to my colleague about it mm-hmm. uh as we've been two organizations and two individuals that mm-hmm. we partnered with in particular through the process of collaborating with us mm-hmm. um uh launched their their nonprofit organization oh wow that's big so Yes, it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. And so we see that folks want to be involved yeah. in creating change and in building sustainable communities and equitable communities. Sure. Um, but they need help to do that, to sure. do those things. Sure. So we've been able to, through the Welcoming Community Movement Fund, mm-hmm. we've been able to partner with folks mm-hmm. and help bring them learning, do capacity building activities wow. um, and, and just strength building and all of those kinds of things to help people on their path 
to doing and being the change that they want to be in their community. Wow. So you, in essence, you, you know, um, um, speak, referring back to the example you just gave, help these, this organization birth their own nonprofit. Yes. You know, you help them bring that forth. What a wonderful experience for them and for you, don't you think? It's been incredible, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. So now, on the flip side of that, we I asked you about your most rewarding experience. Let's flip it over, and 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 I want you to share maybe about the the biggest challenge, uh, you guys have had as an organization. The biggest challenge that we've had as an organization, I would say like like many organizations mm -hmm. who are involved in social change, yeah. funding has been an issue and oh, continues to be yeah. an issue. So yeah, so we are um we are always looking for um funding opportunities and also mm -hmm. uh Deanna yeah. it, it matters the funder. So the funder yeah. matters too. So really? not just the funds and yeah. access to the funds, yeah. but also the actual funder matters as well. And wow. so um being being conscious as you're partnering with organizations yeah. to make sure that your your um mission mm. and values oh, are in agreement okay. with one another oh, okay so is, that's what you really mean important. by that yeah yeah i was getting yeah. ready to ask you to unpack that a little bit that that matter because you know um and and we can we can we can further unpack that so you wouldn't want to be um um what do you call in alliance or get in an into into an alliance with an organization that might what make you uh, that would would compromise things as far as your values are concerned i don't know exactly how that would look but can you explain that a little bit more yes and and you i mean you kind of you yeah. kind of hit the nail on the head right there yeah. we don't want to compromise yeah right what it is that we're doing yeah. we we are definitely uh, a people-centered organization right. and an organization that um that validates the yeah. the the experience of community members yeah. you know yeah. to to do to do the work and so we want to continue to wow. do that wow mm -hmm. so that must get tricky though finding that because that's a that sounds like a very particular kind of match that you're trying to make you know what i mean yes and yeah. it can be a, a particular but yeah. Um, yeah. What I'm encouraged about and hopeful about yeah. is in our current climate. Yeah. I I feel and and it and seems to be that I hear uh -huh. that sentiments are changing. Yeah. Um. And as as organizations and, and specifically in the philanthropic yeah. arena yeah. are making and connecting these dots and saying maybe we need to do some things differently. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful that that will continue to be a practice and we'll continue to see yeah. Um, yeah. that, that yeah. Yeah. manifestation of, of those hopes become sure. reality. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. That, that would be a, a real blessing. We need change. Um, yes. that we need a changed mindset if we're going to really go forward as a nation and as a world. Um, so now, with, in that same vein, how has the pandemic affected the day-to-day -day operations of the organization and or even the financial aspects of it all? Has it been worse? Is it the same? It's, it's definitely been different yeah. because m many of our activities yeah. involved gathering people together. Yes. And in in larger numbers, yeah. and with the pandemic, we've not been able to do that. So oh. we've seen our 
our organizing move yeah. from person to person, like in person, face yeah. to face, yeah. to virtual. Yeah. And we know, yeah. we all know now. Yes. You know, over a year in, we oh. all know now yeah. that that burnout, yes. home burnout, you know, virtual Ooh. platform burnout it's, it's is a real. thing. Yeah. It is real. It's real. And mm -hmm. so so we've been we've we've been limited and having to pivot about how we're yeah. how we organize, yeah. we do the research, yeah. we talk to our people, yeah. you know, um yeah. and yeah. we ask questions about how long can we tolerate and what do we have to get accomplished. We can't always have a thirty minute no. one hour meeting. Like we know that's not right. always gonna be doable. Right. Um and and then also you'll have situations where um, mm -hmm. it, it, maybe we had a three day retreat. So yeah. our practice was to do something like a, a three day retreat yeah. in person. Right. You can't have a three day retreat On, in the same way. Yeah, you cannot. I know people <laughs> have tried, but it, it has fallen way short. Yeah. You know, we, that, people have tried to work. be really creative uh, with those kinds of things and other social things. I mean, you know, outside of what you're talking about, I was invited to a online, what do you call, um, bridal shower. It did not do well at all. Uh, so some things just don't translate well on, on, you know, to Zoom, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's been a challenge, it sounds like, for y'all. Um, but, you know, uh, hopefully with the pandemic as, you know, maybe in um, soon coming to an end, I mean, we're all being very, or at least some of us are being cautious about that, that you guys will be able to resume more of that face-to-face because -face, it sounds like that's been, I mean, that's been, that's how you your, oper your organization operates best, don't you think? Yes, it is. And there's there's something powerful that happens when people get together. Yes. When you can be when 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 you and I can be face to face yes. and you can see yes. the sincerity in my in yes. my face. Yeah. You can you can see that my tone of voice yeah. matches my facial yeah. expression, that yes. I'm looking at you intently, that I'm paying attention, that I'm listening, that yeah. I'm fully present yeah. with you. Yeah. Powerful yeah. things happen Very like that. Much and, so. and also in connecting physically with people, mm -hmm. being able to hold someone's hand if they're sharing yeah. something that was Painful. traumatic or mm. difficult, yeah. being able to hug someone and embrace them if you, if you, if you felt you wanted to, and they also wanted to receive that from you. Right. That's, Incredible yeah. connection yeah. that happens. Yeah, you can't. And that's you can't. Yeah, and, and you can't manufacture that on Zoom. No, no, you, no can't. you can't. You can't. You really can't. Wow, wow, that's 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 a uh, that's big. Um, so now, what? Having said all of that, uh, what are some ways that the community at large can partner with Global Ubuntu? How how, how do we help? How do we connect with you guys? The, one of the best ways to connect with us yeah. is to um, follow us on Facebook. So okay. we have a Facebook page. Okay. And we we are very um, we're very good about sharing what's happening in our in our community and in our practices there. Okay. okay. And we're at at Global Ubuntu LLC. Uh -huh. That's us on Facebook. Uh huh. We we have a. The, the the fund that we manage and that we share in community uh, um, gets gets shared annually. Yeah. And so that application process happens in the last quarter of the year. All right. And so I would say 
community members wanting to get involved yes. if there's something in your community that you see that you want to do some change that yeah. you want to activate yeah find us also on our website that's global right right and and read more about us find out what what we're looking for who we want to partner with mm-hmm. we have lots of uh, information there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if if community members see that we can that there's a, a possibility for us to collaborate together sure. on bringing the changes that you, I have identified in your community need to happen and right. we can partner with you, yeah, right. we, we would want to do that. That's great. Um, and you that, that was leading right into my next question. Um, but I would ask you, where are you guys, uh, just for, for so folks will know, where are you based at? We're based here in in Georgia. Everything's virtual, so like right. there's no city attached. That's true. That's true. True. But you're in. You <laughs> but, are based um, in Georgia, just so that people can know. We are based in Georgia, and primarily, uh, and 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 our funding opportunities are available mm-hmm. for uh, Georgia uh, individuals based here as well. Okay, I got you. Now. Uh, we're about to wrap up, but I guess I would want to ask you what final thoughts, observations, words of wisdom, um, you know, things that you, what, what's the final thing you'd like to share with my audience about um, what you do uh, and about your organization? What do you want to leave us with? Well, actually, Deanna, it's something that I have been reflecting on in particular Mm -hmm. in the spaces that I am frequenting now yes. mm-hmm. is uh, this idea of identity, yes. um, relevance, and also what is being sh- uh, shared as imposterism. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. Um, I would say to your listening audience of mm-hmm. working women in particular, yeah, that wherever you show up, uh-huh. You need to know what your value is wow. and not negotiate your value. Wow. And when thoughts of doubt come to your mind, yes. And this idea of imposterism, like, what am I doing here? I, I yeah. shouldn't be here. Fine. You have got to be the first person yeah. to, to speak in objection to those voices. Wow. Because if you're saying it to yourself, yes. it's going to be more likely to to receive it when yes. it comes from other folks. And yes. it will. Yes, yes. And it we've will. seen that. We <laughs> see that again. And I think that's one of the maladies of this, of living in this country and living in uh, a, a country that really uh, has its, uh, th- has racism in its DNA. Um, yes. I think that we've come to accept, um, you know, we've, we've, we've squ- our voices have been squelched for so long that we almost um, have given up the right to speak out for ourselves, and um, and and then when those of us and and for those people who have started to do more of that, um, yeah. sometimes they are labeled as just troublemakers. But like our uh, brother, uh, who's passed on, Senator John Lewis said, you know, we need to be getting into good trouble. Yes, um, we do. And so I love what you I love what you just said um, uh, about repeat that last line about you, you, it was good. Say it again. <laughs> it was so good. It was good. You know, we we need to speak up and speak out for ourselves. We need to be our own advocates. We do. Yeah, we, we must. Yes. And, and don't allow anybody to yes. invalidate That's your, it. your the space that you hold. I love that. I love yeah. that. And it's so it can so easily happen, even for yeah. those of us who feel like we're strong. Sometimes you um, feel marginalized when someone comes at you um, and you're like, well, maybe I should just go in this corner and be quiet about that. But no, yes. 
Uh, and so we love that organizations like yourself or, do, or like your organization or helping people do just that. That's wonderful. Well, our time together is just about up. I, I And I really could pick your brain for another 30, 40 minutes because there's so many things to talk about. But I so appreciate you taking time out your busy schedule to be on the show. Um, I really, really appreciate it. To my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com you can also find us by visiting the ultimate christian podcast network and clicking on the working women radio show icon i'm going to include some links to um uh to this episode links to global ubuntu uh and the work that they're doing and a couple of other resources that i think might be helpful it'll be at the bottom of the show page so don't forget to scroll down and check those out for more information about upcoming podcasts and working woman radio show events you can go to the working woman radio show facebook page please become a friend we want to hear and see uh, and read your comments, ask your questions, because we really do want to hear from you. Well, God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.